episode of the Max Runs 30 podcast. Normally we're joined by Koi, but today we're joined by a video of Koi because he simply doesn't exist. But I'm also joined by Koi. <laughs> joined by Jeff from Dust2. And uh, I am uh, Jacob and I do social media stuff for Challenger Mode now. So in 30 minutes, we'll be covering all of this week's North American Counter-Strike content. Let me get that timer started for everybody. There we go. We got 30 minutes on the clock. It'll just be the two of us today. Um, but we've got quite a few things to cover this week. Koi is, in fact, uh, dying currently. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll probably have him back uh, next week, hopefully. So we'll, we'll see, you know, we'll, we'll see where that lies. But we'll get things started off today um, with the premier playoff picture. Um, we do have the season uh, 37 or if you're Liquipedia, 38. Um, <laughs> that's, that's a reference there tweet that you get how like you do understand like i work for them as well right like i know <laughs> this isn't like a this isn't like a dunk this is like oh it's not a dunk it's it's a it's a light. if anything this is self-owned because our show notes are just stolen like graphics from them so i mean kind of true but you know but yeah i mean the season 37 playoff picture is finally complete and um by a complete just the matches were kind of crazy at the end there team censored put away uh third impact and caused them to go full emo and beat them 2-1 and now RBG and team 1 have made it into playoffs. Well, I do want to I do want to give credit to credit where credit's due. Uh Jojo from Mythic has pointed out the fact that um apparently the team haven't won a single match since they came back together, which is kind of insane when you think about it because the whole premise of coming back together was like them recognizing they were a great team. So something is very wrong in the third impact camp. Yeah. I mean, uh, just from what I've heard, it, it's kind of sounding like they've been apparently pretty readable. Um, that was coming from Team Censored, was that apparently they were kind of kind of pretty readable in their match. So Which is pretty fucking which is a pretty fucking strong indictment of a team when it's like when it's one of the bottom tier premier teams says, Yeah, you're pretty fucking easy to read, like <laughs> Yeah, which I mean, to, to be fair to censored, they played hella good in that matchup. They were they definitely looked like a much stronger team than they have in past games. They looked a lot more together, and they were actually hitting shots. I mean, hate was back, so you know they they looked Don't like a said, this is my fucking team. this is my fucking game of the season right here. This is the one game. This <laughs> is the one where I'll just go insane for no reason. I mean, honestly, I mean that game was awesome. That series was awesome to watch. I mean, I will say that, but. Yeah, it's it sucks for third impact, but I mean at the same time, you know, they've they did a lot better than they did last season. Um, like they started to kind of finally put some wins on, you know, and I, I think we'll have to see how the off off season treats them. Um currently they're kind of they I think they just got taken out in the Dreamhack quality. Well, they got sent to the lower bracket. Lower yeah. bracket, that's what it was. Yeah. With a with an absolutely pathetic loss to counter nature yeah i mean it kind of sucks because it's like it's been like a build-up of like season after season for them where like you know they they tried to not get relegated that first season then the second season they showed some pretty decent you know they showed that they belonged in premiere and then this season of course they they still you know they still definitely showed that they belong in premiere but like you know they 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 might not end up in premiere so you never 
No, they they're um they're guaranteed the spot for next season. Oh, they're back for season thirty eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's um it's just a matter of you know can they convert themselves into playoffs? But I suppose if we're talking about playoffs here and not teams that have been eliminated by playoffs, um, off the back of that uh, loss to censored, um, that allowed Team One to make it in and for RBG to make it in. So the bracket kind of sits. Let's let's go through each match and let's kind of give up give what our thoughts are for these first four playoff matches and kind of go from there. So the first one is Pain versus GPR. I think I know where we sit with this one. There's <laughs> not really there's not really a lot of surprises with this one. Yeah, it's gonna be Pain. I mean, I think someone pointed out Pain hasn't lost a single map since coming to North America in ESEA league play since coming to North America. So. Yeah, they have. They're one a of two teams map, you could realistically no. see. Yeah, they're one of only maybe two teams you can see realistically winning the event outright is either Pain or probably Extra Salt. Yeah, that's probably where I'd where I'd probably sit too. Um, I will say I I will give credit where credits due with GGPR though. Like like Lowrider can't keep fucking getting away with it. Like he just can't because <laughs> this team kind of snuck up on everyone. I think because they didn't play till week you know week three. And I think they like I think they started the season like one and two and ended up taking it back to be like five and three. So, you know, I don't think we really had any expectations for this team. If you go back and watch the show from then, we said this team obviously wasn't anywhere near as good as the old iteration of the team. And it you know, it it's kind of like a bunch of mismatched parts, but you know outside it's of the traditional the narrative radar. where it says Yeah. Because I feel the traditional narrative is that like Lowrider isn't you know a visionary IGL, but I mean this is the third, this is the second team he's taken to a Premier Playoff, so you know it's kind of like there. I think I don't know if that means there needs to be like a you know revisiting of Lowrider's impact or you know what's going on here, but like they've they've this is a this is but making playoffs is already a successful season for the org and for Lowrider and for the team, so. Yeah, I'd, I'd have to I'd have to agree with that. Now, let's see, there was one thing I wanted to double check on that really quickly, um, just to make sure I could provide a little bit more commentary on that. I mean, okay, so they did make playoffs in Group B, which they won where they needed to in order to get in. Uh, yeah, which, yeah. The craziest thing to me is that Secret Club misses out on playoffs with a better record than Triumph and GGPR due to uh, the head-to-heads. Isn't that crazy? Because they were because Secret Club finished the season off 5-3. and three. GGPR and Triumph are 4-3. and three. But both Triumph and GGPR beat Secret Club. So that's it's just wild to me. <laughs> but, you know, Secret Club missed out. Oh, which... no. No, Triumph and GGPR are 5-3. Oh, shoot. No, I'm forgetting the... Um, the, the forfeit, yeah. The forfeit wins. But yeah, um, yeah, sorry, no, I think HLTV the first time shows points. it. HLTV doesn't show it. Show the forfeit wins. That's why I point. Yeah, that out. no, yeah, yeah. Because so they, realistically, well, cause, I mean, <laughs> so what? So that means realistically then that because um, Secret Club, Secret Club. Well, I mean, they, if you really want, if you really season? want to look to why Secret Club missed out, Secret Club missed out because. They lost to Triumph and they lost to G- GGPR. Right, like that's all that there really yeah. is to it. Yeah, they lost both head-to-heads. Mm-hmm. It's just I and thought I mean, that was kind of I funny. I don't know if this is going to be a contentious opinion, but I kind of didn't really want to see Secret Club in playoffs. I mean, what they have because a I feel like I rewarded right like now? 
Yeah, and I feel like it kind of rewards like a lack of... They had time to find a new player, and they just kind of got complacent, and I don't know. I because And I know that this team's going to completely, like, is probably going to be completely different next season, so I'd rather they don't make playoffs and just sort of have, like, a, a mediocre showing with their IGL playing at, like, 5 a.m. in Sweden than have, you know, than have a team like Triumph or, you know, have a team like Triumph or, honestly, GDPR that's actually, like, a cohesive unit. I mean, you do yeah. say that, but then again, you do have GDPR with a stand-in, so I guess you really can't, you really can't win with these teams, like... <laughs> I mean, that is, you know, the the age-old tale of north american cs by any means yeah well okay so that covers pain versus gdpr um so gdpr we by our prediction will get sent to the lower bracket um and then rbg versus extra salt i'm gonna be honest here i'm gonna have a hot take rbg Okay, I still think RBG goes to the lower bracket here, but I think they put up a good fight. And the reason for that is because, you know, they looked a little shaky when they were playing against Third Impact a little while ago. They had this rough patch, um, even when they were playing up against... Um, oh, shoot, who are they playing? They were playing... Uh, it wasn't a playoffs team, but my brain is... Was it Godsend? No. Um, the Cash Cup? It was. They played against... Oh, it was Mythic. Um, it was when they almost lost to Mythic. You know, the, the, those couple of matches were like, those were scary, right? Um, and they had a really rough patch. But then they kind of played Team 1, and they woke up. Like, they looked really good. And Team 1 recently beat Pain. Like, that, I think they're, like, RBG might have kind of found their way back into things. We'll have to see. I think they put up a good fight against Extra Salt, but I don't think that they, you know, I don't think they have enough to win. I don't know. I feel like I kind of I'm going to go exactly the opposite in this way. This team's kind of seemed like it's been running out of momentum for me. And I do think it's I do think it's reached its theoretical peak. So caveat that extra salt, if I think extra salt are playing from North America, all of them with good ping, I think they take RBG out without I think they might take double digits on one map, but other map just go is like a blowout for extra salt. I think extra salt are just looking too hot right now. And I think RBG have just been too ropey. Yeah. Since. Honestly, since getting rid of Wolfie, to be honest with you, like, yeah, as much as I, as much I love Clazy, I don't, as much as I love Clazy, I don't know if it was necessarily the revelationary roster change that, you know, changes everything. Um, That's kind of true, because, like, we haven't I'm really still kind of waiting on, I'm still, I was just going to say, we, we kind of haven't really seen, like, the best of Clazia yet on, on that RBG yeah, roster. Yeah, I'm still really kind so. of waiting on this team to arrive, Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we've seen their peak. They're definitely still figuring something out. It's just the fact that they did take it to Team 1 and they did win that match, that is that is a good showing from them, especially considering Team 1 has been looking so good recently. Um, we'll have to see, definitely. I mean, that's kind of like the, the cop-out way to answer it is like, this one's going to be close. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think Extra Salt has definitely been playing on a really good, really high level, especially considering they've been playing from, what, they played GDPR from Europe or whatever, and they still, you know... And they just, they just, they just battered them, yeah. Them. I think they yeah. even played with Modem. Yeah, and they were playing yeah, they with Modem instead of Sonic. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I think Extra Salt wins that, but I think RBG might have a chance to make it interesting. So next up, we've got Party Astronauts versus Triumph. This one, for me, is easy. I think Party, Party Astronauts... Astronauts. Yeah. yeah, easy party astronauts. You, I there's been some rumblings around. Yeah. 
Yeah, well, I'll take us there. I'll take us on this trip. There's been some intimations and rumblings in the Triumph camp that the team might not really be around for much longer. And you can kind of see the obvious symptoms of it. Um, this, skip ahead a bit. Uh, Triumph did use our coups in the DreamHack qualifier in place of Cooper. And we see just today, Cooper, you know, misses a CSGO event to play Valorant. And they kind of tells you all you need to know about where this team's at if one of their key pieces is playing Valorant instead of playing, you know, instead of playing with his team. And, you know, we do know that, like, realistically, Triumph isn't coming back from its money problems. So if a team has, you know, to sort of take a touch back, like, if a team as good as Chaos can't survive not having org support, I don't think Triumph can really survive. Yeah, it's just, it's sad all around. I mean, we've seen them. They've been kind of recently active. I don't know if they found, like, a pocket of, like, money to, like, you know re get the socials or other things going or whatever they were doing but like you know i mean we it, could just ask him we do know their social true. media manager we, it could, we could i mean he could literally him. just be doing it like it, it could be pity social media like that is true that is something we could do we don't we don't know but like we could find out if we really yeah, wanted I, to triumph triumph loses this one pretty handily party astronauts have looked like a well-oiled machine the only time they faltered was against pain uh last night um so but i mean no man you know no man loses to pain right now so like is that that's not like super surprising or no man or pain loses to no, no man, man rather yeah no man beats pain right and so it's kind of like Pain are just too hot of a commodity right now. Like this is kind of the team of Brazilian players that I feel like everyone's expecting to be like the next like Tempo Storm or Immortals or what have you. Especially Safi. I mean Safi's a revelationary Brazilian player. Like he's probably the best Brazilian one of the best Brazilian players like in the world right now. And it's like he's it's not even close, honestly. <laughs> yeah. He's genuinely terrifying and genuinely I think in a, like if he wasn't tied up, like, I, I don't know any details about the contract situations surrounding either of them, but, like, I, I genuinely think that Safi would be a good fit for, like, like being a main op for Furia. I, I think that that might be something that would work. That's a, course, I think that's a, that's a pretty... Yeah, that's a pretty, a pretty sexy safe, idea. Safe, sexy idea. Yeah, I, I think that would, that would be good for Furia. I mean... We'd have to see, of course, because I have no idea what the contracts or situation is like. The, the Brazilian scene is kind of a mess when it comes to that right now, so it's kind of hard for us to gauge anything from there. But yeah, so Party Astronauts yeah. on Triumph, that's kind of the guess. And then Team 1 versus Choco Check. So I think this game so. will be kind of close. But I think Team One takes this. They've just looked so good recently. Choco Check have been kind of sneakily been at the top of their group. Um, but uh, technicality, of course. But right. But um, as much so as you you say what you're gonna say. Here's the thing, right? Team One have looked. They have been getting better ever since they added X and S. But unfortunately, Choco Check are just are just, you know, they're they're just plug like they're just omega pug stars. Like they just there's just too much firepower on that team and I just don't know if team one is like ready for they that. Have mobs, though. I don't know. They do have mobs, right, but as much as the team like pisses me off constantly for, because of their inability to take the game seriously, when they just say when they want to just go and, you know, win matches and click heads, like you have Sixy, you have Jazz Pimp, you have Exotic, and I mean you know, those three are enough to, like, get shit moving on that team, so... Yeah, they do have a, just, an, an, like, 
what word? Why am I forgetting the word? They have a surplus of firepower on that squad. And I, I do think that stamina has been doing a good job at making them look tactically viable in a lot of situations. But we have yet to see that. Like the one thing like that always comes to mind with that squad is like, like most recently, what tonight we had like the whole is sixty later is he have a prior obligation or whatever. Like if you don't want people to get like if if you don't want people on Twitter to like question what's going on, just use your platform to say, hey, you do have a late. team Twitter account. You can say like, yeah. And like if you put something out, people will people will be like, oh, OK, that's what's going on. It's just like if Hi, you communicate it's me to at the 60 general public, CSGO yeah if you communicate to the general public about like what's going on with your squad you'll find much less ire from journalists about like oh what's going on here you know so. sorry at choco check fans i'm at walmart right now working the <laughs> nine to five i will try to get to the match as soon as possible but we have our good friend tropical who is still our roster leader coming yep any minute now <laughs> well yeah so i think that kind of covers the first four matchups of the playoff picture um actually shoot i also wanted to cover the structure really quick because i think it's different from last season um the, the playoff th bracket it's not. not not the bracket but the way that this it's scheduled yeah so this oh. season um tuesday on the 22nd um it is the upper round one um which is no this might be the same as last season I don't quite remember. Well, it, the main, I mean, the only appreciable difference is that the matches are happening a week after the end of the regular season as opposed to like three weeks. Yeah, so that's yeah. all. I mean, that's good. Like that's, you don't, don't want to give teams time to get cold feet. Was playoffs two stretch across two weeks this last season or was it one? I think it was last one. season. You mean? Yes. Yeah, no, I mean, let's see. In season 36, playoffs started now playoffs started on the 13th and ended on the 18th so no it was over one week okay, it just it was there week. was a huge gap there was just like a month-long gap between the end of yeah. the regular season and start of playoffs which is you know not what you want to do ever because you don't want team you don't want to give premier teams time to make roster changes or implode because they will do that so you have to like you know, say well, we're mean, doing fucking playoffs lock, now but they did have the roster lock but yes i get what you're saying yeah but so, yeah, so this this season, of course, just just so everybody has an idea of what the schedule is, if you weren't familiar, Tuesday, it's up around one. Um, that'll be all four matches. Wednesday, it'll be up around two plus the lower round one. Thursday will be up around three, um, which is the upper bracket final um, combined with the lower uh, bracket round two, which is a... Um, I don't know what you'd call that. That's it's just called lower bracket round two, uh, and then Friday it's lower round three, which is um, yeah. Once again, it's literally just called lower three, um, and then uh, Saturday it's lower four, which is the lower bracket final. Finally has a name that means oh my god. To people. Okay, then, listen guys, <laughs> it's it's how a lower bracket. It's how a, it's how a double emission bracket works. All right, it's just yes. They do like two <laughs> matches a day. Uh, they're on ESL TV. Go watch them. It'll probably be yes. like it'll be an Australian studio. Have fun. All right, like well, it might. It, it, I we'll see. I don't know if it's going to be no. Australian it's studio. it's Australian studio for A stream. It's Dark Mike for B stream. 
that might be different this time around. I'm not quite sure, though, but we'll see. But on Sunday, of course, is the finals. So um, it'll be Tuesday through Sunday. There you go. And uh, yeah, it'll be it'll be a grand old time. Uh, we got ourselves some. Thank you. The next person, the next team that will be going to ESL Pro League. Well, we do have 10 minutes ish left. We've got a couple of other things to cover. Um I think this news is more important than that. So I was just going to say, we're going to do the Mythic Cup Spring next, but it just God sent one that. There wasn't really anything crazy. God sent one that. that. One came in second. Bad News Bears fell to. Uh, God sent. Godsend. Godsend are picking up steam. They look better. Still don't really like them. Uh, <laughs> still don't like tacos and IGL. Uh, Dumao is cool. Thank you. Please clap. Very cool. Thank you, Jeff. Um, but the one thing I did want to get to was Frag. Um, Frag 15 did get announced, everybody. Lands are back. Woo! We don't know when, though, but they're going to be announced on the, it's the 18th. Let me double check that before I say the wrong date. The date, I mean, the, the main point of thing you need to know is that the dates, like, are confirmed. Like, they have committed to these five events. Like, they're not just saying, oh, we're going to do these five events and then cancel them. Like the dates are, you know, in certain private circles. So mm -hmm. uh, to break it down real quick, the first event will be in Philadelphia. The second event will be in St. Louis. The third event will be in Colorado. Uh, the fourth event will be in Oceanside, which is where they held Francafornia, right? Uh, yeah. And then the, then the grand finals will be back in Philadelphia for the true Frag 15. Um, if you're trying to like look engaged, like the importance of these events, obviously the first one will be probably pretty well attended because it's the first line event in North America since probably what, like January of last year, maybe yep. even before that. Cause you only get like a couple a year. Uh, the St. Louis one will probably be pretty shit because I mean, if you're looking at your history book, the last big event held in the Midwest would have been uh nursery gamer Chicago. And I think the only team of note there was the singularity lineup that had like uh Mac one as the coach. And then I think uh, it was like a big frames mix team. And those were the two best teams there. Um, Denver will be decently attended. We might even see friend of the show, Maximilian Solgold Wallace there <laughs> with his team. Um, I think didn't, um, didn't some notable team in North America say they were committing to sending their team to all these events. Like was it maybe third impact or it was third impact? Yeah. Third impact was which, saying like we're gonna we're gonna send them out to all of them, which is something that they've made pretty. I have my fucking clear, doubts. So. Well, I mean that, they, that is like something are they, very expensive. they have done in the past, to my knowledge, is that they but they like have five of them good. though, you know, like five five in one year. We'll see, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> a, a lot of pretty good. <laughs> well, I, I'm just and excited then, to have have these land events back. You know, like everybody like always goes on about like, oh boy, you know, lands back. Let's go. We still gotta wait for them to happen, so that kind of sucks. But you know, it, I'm gonna see if I can't get on like the casting list for like the Denver. I'm going. I'm going to commit to doing. I, I will. I will full balls out on the Max Rosary podcast. Say I'm gonna commit to going to at least one of these, if not two of them bold statement let's go i will i will go as press and i will give any of the coverage it deserves yeah i'm definitely going to the the colorado one is the most most likely for me but yes if you, i mean if you're going to denver i'll go to denver max runs 30 live at max denver. 30 live hey. at denver at fragadelphia at frag at frag 15.2 you heard it here first folks so yeah, frag. That'll be exciting. I'm excited to like hopefully be able to get room, out to that. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll do show show floor 
um, uh, Max runs 30 putt and whatever, you know, but so I think our last kind of big piece of news, um, is Nordovin adding mix, um, to, uh, their, as as their uh, head coach, which is great for him. I'm glad to see. It's um, it's great. Yeah. I'm happy for the, I'm happy for the guy. Like, being able to like just get that head coach position finally of course it is over in the eu so you know it is what it is but um i'm just glad to see glad to see him get work um outside of you know a dying cloud nine that was apparently like the terrible work environment because of the impending stress and uh expectations held over their heads so yeah and i mean that's a good like that's a good like that's a good team for people who don't know. It's what like Tensky from you know it's fucking Tensky. If you don't know who Tensky is, like get help. Um, like you, you're watching a, you're watching an eclectic CS:GO podcast. Like read a book or something. I don't know. Um, it has Mertz who who might be stolen by Australis. You know, poor poor Mix has one of his like key pieces stolen immediately. I think that uh, one has was HS who's. The merch stolen by no, that one thing the, is kind of sus. I I don't fucking believe it. Uh, you have HS who played for the really weird optic lineup that had like Freiburg. Um, he did some other shit. He played with uh, Game Legion. Um, you have Supra who played with the Gambit Youngsters. He's basically like, uh, you know, the guy on like the Beatles who like left the Beatles before they were the Beatles. This you know, one, like that's like yeah. the guy. It's like it's like. Like he like Hobbit is like the George Harrison of the group, whereas this guy is like the um Searching for reference study. The, the Pete the Pete be- he's the like the Pete best of uh Gambit where he left right before the team became number one in the world. So, but and then you have uh Murbet who's just this like German guy. He's like a decent IGL. So I mean like he has pieces to work with, which is like good for him, you know? Mm-hmm. And like that roster, yeah, I mean, there's not really a whole lot to say. It. Yeah, I was gonna say there's not a whole lot to say about it, but like that roster overall has been playing pretty well recently. I mean, they've they've been kind of doing their stuff in like the is that the how do you is that Elisa, Eliza, Invitational Eliza? Like, oh yeah, is that what that is? That in those I Invitationals, yeah, but um, that that they, yeah, the, the EU event. Most notably, they have been able to take a map off of Entropic, which you know that roster is kind of a lot better than like some people realize, you know, the X wind strike, which roster, which apparently they're going to be going ham after, uh, they were talking about like, you know, we're taking you to taking wind strike to court or something. So that's also well, fun, CS, but... a CIS org, not paying its players. God, know, shocking. What, is, what are you gonna tell me next? Any orgs don't pay their players either. Like, what are you going to tell me next? Like they've got people like using radar in the major or something or, <laughs> players on choco check have thrown matches before oh no oops you can't say that you can't say that on a broadcast (laughs) whoops oh no well oh no i mean okay but to to kind of like put a little bit of a pin on this part of the story they do have an upcoming match on the 19th with a rematch of entropic so maybe we'll see i mean it's not a lot of time for mix to really work with that roster you know but you know, I mean, but we'll you know, if you you know, watch the watch the match, support the team. If there's not going to be any 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 teams left, you know, in two years, at least we might have some NA coaches make it out. Uh, speaking of that, it hasn't been announced yet, but do you, there's this fellow named uh, good friend of mine, you know, good friend slash colleague slash person who I harass on Twitter, 
um, Day V1D. Um, he's this person who used to be a manager slash analyst for CLG way back in the day, and he's kind of been like an NA journeyman coach. Um, he's rec- recently been working with uh, Direwolves over in Australia in AU Premier, and that team recently scored a win over... Um, recently scored a win over uh, Renegades, who are, you know, the default best team in Australia. So, like, things are definitely looking up for, you know, him over there. And I will say, like, he has been highly reviewed as one of, like, the most, like, analytical coaches. So, like, he's another NA success story. Um, yeah. And that, you know, in in a place, that, in, a, in a, you know, a world that's starved of NA coaches. Yeah, that's for sure. And Dire Wolves recently have been looking, like, undefeatable. Um, they, like this last like month and a half they have not lost a single matchup so at least not in you know their their esc oh, yeah. matchups this, like the show i mean the show has completely gone off the rails because we've just spent like <laughs> 10 minutes talking about australian and european teams but um it's, it's all right you know, you know we're probably i mean there's this was a pretty thin this was a pretty thin week on news so i mean i'm happy to you know talk about just goings on with na around the world um NA, but it's global. Speaking of NA around the world, for, we have about a minute left. Got any uh, got any hot impressions on Evil Geniuses? EG, EG, what a oh, they're absolute... pretty fucking bad, right? I don't think so. I think you're kind of wrong there. I think this this roster uh, only goes up from here. Now, so here's here's what I think. Now, and this is why. This is what this so, guy said. This is what the guy said about it. Uh, the guy okay. said. This is what this Hear guy said about. Um, yeah, no, I'm listening. Hear me out. So with with uh, and this was a take that I heard on um, uh, it's Scrawny and Launder's podcast, right? They do their podcast for Blast. I think it's like called like it's like the Epus cast or whatever that they do. It's not the after show one, whatever. But they when they talked to Stan, they it was very clear that he was not like he was excited about this team. They fell short in Europe. But, like, they looked pretty good, like, all things considered. I mean, like, Gambit... They still came in last place, though, so I mean... But it was really close. Like, that's the thing, though, is that, like, those matches were close. Like, Inferno against Gambit, it was 22-20. Dust 2, 16-11. That's not a sign of a team that's on its deathbed. Um, Like, Oboe has been looking great. Mihu's been looking great. Like... Cirque, uh, Cirque and Breeze have been kind of. Cirque has been out of fucking. Cirque has been out to fucking pasture for months now. I I don't think this is the end for this team. I think Evil Geniuses. I think it's gonna be. We'll have to see how they. I think their next event is going to be defining for this roster, and if there's gonna be future changes. But I, yeah, I really but don't think that they're. I don't. We're kind of at the end of the here. show here. That so, you true. know, if you want to hear us babble more about things that have very little to go to do with domestic NACS, uh, catch us next time. Uh, we're aiming for to do a show sometime Monday, Tuesday next week. Um, hopefully we'll bring back the fish. Um, but yeah, that's kind of that's kind of it. It's kind of the end so of the show. As always, right thanks for watching. Yeah, hope you put up with I hope you enjoyed putting up with this long rambling uh episode where just two old man yelled at uh yelled at nacs but as usual but yeah so make sure you, yeah. you know, like subscribe whatever all that stuff um and also be sure to check out the audio version of our podcast um we're trying to push that a little bit more 
Um, but we are considering doing a live show sometime soon. We'll have to see how that pans out. But yeah, leave some comments if you, you'd be interested in maybe watching the live show or if you'd be interested in like, you know, anything with that. So we, we would consider doing it, doing it as a normal show and then maybe doing an overtime segment. We'll, we'll have to see. We're just teasing it here. It might happen. Might not happen. Watch the space. It it might happen. That's true. So, all right. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and have a fantastic rest of your day.